Right at the Fork is supported by Picnic, the app where you can share and discuss your best dishes. Picnic. Eat better together. That's P-I-Q-N-I-Q. Download it today on iTunes. Right at the Fork soundbite. Love these soundbites. They're a little shorter, and, and now we're, we're doing them a little differently than we have in the past. Yeah. So, I'm uh, I'm Court Johnson. I'm the new guy. The new guy, more or less. I've, I've been here, but not, the new guy. not here introducing anything. You're too new to me. Well, it's the, it's the beard. It makes me look a little older. Hey, but, uh, are you, I just grew one. I've been it's noticing. one I've ever had. It looks very distinguished. Well, I don't know. Does it make me look older? No. Think? No, it just makes you look like a hermit. <laughs> Out there on the coast. Uh, that's, anyway, that's Chris Angeles. You know Chris Angeles. Yes, I do. A little thing called Portland Food Adventures, and uh, we like to highlight what's going on in the, the food world. But you know who really does it well? I guess our guest today. Yes. Maddie John Bamman does at Eater. And uh, he's, uh, I think, the go-to source for what's going on in the Portland food scene. He's been editing the Eater PDX site for how long now, Maddie? going on about six months cool it's a wonderful six months look you still sound happy (laughs) (laughs) it's great to be here guys yeah and we had we had occasion to uh to meet before that and uh, oddly enough i didn't put two and two together after you got the gig and you had to inform me that we'd already had dinner together i thought that was funny and you know i've been lurking in the scene for years now yes exactly and so we had we had dinner at uh at irving street kitchen and we recently enjoyed a meal together at May, which was, I think, one of my favorite meals of 2015. Ah, it was beautiful. It was a a great time. So, Matty, before he was eater, he was the uh, Portland eater, it gets a little tough, the editor of Eater PDX in (laughs) Portland. He uh, did a lot of traveling in Europe, uh, wrote about it for, uh, for five, six years, and also uh, highlighted the food and wine world in the Northwest. And at the end of uh, this little soundbite that Maddie's going to help us with, in which he's going to tell us about what we can look forward to, what he's looking forward to most in 2016. We'll talk about how to find his writing. Maddie, 2016, what's exciting you most? Well, to be honest, uh, there's tons of stuff to be excited about as far as food goes in the city. Uh, you know, just this week, next week and uh, for the rest of 2016. But I do think the one one restaurant that's on a lot of people's radars right now, or it's actually a collection of restaurants, is the Pine Street Market, which is opening downtown. Uh, there's no, no concrete date yet, but it's going to have an amalgamation of 10 or so different restaurants from really well-known uh, restaurants in Portland. And it's going to have a bunch of new concepts, too. So, like, uh, I saw some of the preview items from Pollo Bravo, right? Yes, yes. So what are some of that looked just incredible? And you know anything that John and Renee Gorham do is going to be pretty damn good. And I love the idea of combining both Spain and Mexican, Spanish and Mexican rotisserie styles. Uh, you know, if they're good, those are the guys that do it too. I happened to see some of those dishes just as I was watching 
my second binge series of ba- Breaking Bad. So I was in the middle of uh, Los Pollos Hermanos while yeah. that was showing Started up. craving chicken. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For, in terms of layout of a place like this, is it kind of like a, a cool food court where it's big and open and you can choose once you get in there? How's, how's that going to work? So I took a tour of it when it was still under construction. Uh, it's an 1886 building. It's massive. It was a nightclub for teens for a long time. And fascinatingly, the last uh, event that took place there was like a twerking competition or something. Um, so Again, a Breaking, ba- a breaking Bad reference. What's that? A Breaking Bad reference again. <laughs> I think it's tweaking. Oh, tweaking. Uh, oh, yeah. I thought that's what you were talking about. No. I'm sorry. First you tweak, first you twerk, then you tweak. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's really the order. <laughs> so, uh, it's from what I understand, uh, things have been changing with it quite a lot. But from what I understand, it's going to have a large food cart uh, court type space in the uh, middle. And then each restaurant that participates is going to have its own little build-out place uh, and they will actually construct their spaces. So each of those will be pretty unique as well. And those might have seating too. But it's a food hall. And it's kind of this big trend that's taking place across the nation. Like, um, International like- named it one of the most uh, anticipated openings in the nation for 2016. How much influence do you have on on something that International announces is one of the most significant things? Uh, we're all connected. You know, everyone's talking. Um, we always like to give a lot of agency to the person that publishes, of course. Um, but uh, we do, we, you know, we get together. That's good. And so this, it sounds to me, and you're a, you're a New England guy like I am. That's right. Uh, it sounds to me that this might be a smaller version of Faneuil Hall. Um. You know, I'm not sure on the stats there. <laughs> well, I don't know, but I mean, I haven't been there in years. And I, and if someone didn't understand me, I wasn't talking about the Woody Allen movie, movie Annie Hall. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a pretty large hall with a lot of different places to eat and some and a big long area where you walk and tables right down the center. So you can order from anywhere. Yeah, as Court said, it's like a big food court. Like a cool for food court. Yeah, and food court. We're gonna yeah. have to. We'll have a little come fun up with, with my that. own food court. Yeah, your own food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think so. I like to put it in like a totally uh, port. To put it in a Portland perspective, um, I think that we're like a really young, fun food city. And one of the things that we're doing through our restaurants is creating our traditions. And in some ways, I think this is kind of like a new version of the food cart pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's indoors, so you kind of can relax. Uh, but then there will also be all these places to uh, order from. Mm-hmm. Which is the best thing about our food co- food truck card cart culture here is that you can go into one spot and with a bunch of people or a one person or by yourself and really pig out. But you can order anything you want from a different place. And it's a, I've always loved it for when you have food brain freeze. Go down to one of the food cart pods and right. just like walk around and find something. And this is what this will be for. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. They've got. I mean, you can get ramen from uh, a, J- a Japan located uh, franchise. You can get rotisserie chicken from John Gorham. Uh, there's the Country Cat's going to be there. Salt and Straw Barista Olympia Provisions. Um, and these are all spinoff ideas from what they've already started. So it's going to be all new. And there's also. Uh... What exactly do you do? You know exactly what common law is going to look like. 
Honestly, I have not heard very many details related to that, but um, I know Patrick McKee, you know, from his uh, time at Paley's Place, that's uh, probably going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, and and that's a partnership with uh, Earl from Longbon and Paddy. Right. That that adds to the excitement, I think, too. <laughs> so, all right. So, what else? What else is on your radar? Well, to stick kind of with the uh, the building of tradition. I'm just really excited to see B-Saws coming back after its short hiatus. Um, this restaurant is one of the oldest restaurants in Portland, dating back to 1903. And and it's just really exciting that it's going to continue on um, into 2016 and beyond. Uh, and the crazy thing is Dustin Clark, uh, head chef at Wildwood, which was another Portland institution for 20 years, uh, he's, joined, uh, he's joining up with B-Saws. So it's really like this group of veterans getting together to to push Portland forward. It's uh, do you know that Bisaws was the first uh, restaurant in Portland, Oregon to have a to gain a liquor license after prohibition ended? <laughs> I had no idea. I didn't either until yesterday. I just found that out. So that's that's, cool. a, that's an exciting uh, tandem. And if you listen to um, we will have had uh, Kena Flug on the podcast, and you can listen to the kind of the before and after. We had her on, uh, I believe it was uh, two years, almost two years ago, right before Wildwood closed, and she was talking about the fact that lease negotiations were going to be uh, a walk in the park. And uh, I guess they weren't. Right. Right. Now, that did not turn out that way. There was the whole legal battle over the name, and... Uh... But she walked out with it well, and so th- uh, yeah, continues th- the restaurant. Those are two exciting um, openings. Anything else or anything anything that might be an opening or a closing that you know about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know about all of them. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> to be honest, uh, I just wanted to say one more thing about Vsaws. Uh, they're opening the Solo Club, which is uh, going to be next door to it. And I just think it's such a cool idea to name it the Solo Club because do you know where that name comes from? I don't, and I'm doing the opening event there, too, so I'd like to know that. Yeah, it's really cool. So during Prohibition, B-Saws, you know, lost its liquor license and all that, and so it reopened and reinvented itself during Prohibition as the Solo Club, focusing a little bit more on food. Oh, and wow. uh, So that's where the name comes from, so it's bringing it all back again. I was going to say, that's very circular, bringing it right to my uh, little, which may or may not be correct, but I heard it from Kana, so... <laughs> Um, so one, you know, there's, it's really hard to pick, uh, who to talk about, uh, Atala is opening their spinoff restaurants that sound fantastic. And so does, uh, so does Hat, Hat Yay, or I believe is how it's pronounced, which is the Longbon, um, spinoff. Or Paddy, I don't know. He'd probably rather, well, either way, they're both great restaurants. Right, right. So the Earl Nimson, uh, spinoff and right. it's going to be, you know, accessible, which is nice. It will have be open and, uh, not a hidden restaurant. But, uh, one thing I think is just wacky. I thought it surprised you guys. Um, I want to talk about century, which is a bar that's coming from the guys who did sweet hereafter, jackknife, dig a pony and by and by. Have right. you heard much about this? I, I know that I've heard of it, but I don't know about it. It's just the stories, and uh, from what we've heard, just sounds larger than life. This bar is a not sports bar, sports bar. And what it is, is you walk in, and it's going to be a quite large facility. And one of the rooms is actually going to have like a basketball court type center with mahogany bleachers all around it. 
and giant TVs that come out of the screen. So you can sit on a bleacher just like you're at a sports game and watch stuff on TV, but it's not going to get pigeonholed into that. Like these TVs roll up into the ceiling. And so these guys are talking about hosting weddings. Uh, they're talking about uh, plenty of other fun things to do on site. And they've got a 50-seat rooftop deck to go with that. Wow. Another good rooftop deck. That's uh... And where's that going to be? Uh, it's going to be on Northeast Broadway. Oh, okay. So on the east side. Yep. That's pretty cool. You mentioned uh, Jose uh, and Christina's from Atala there and Emily. Their new restaurant, uh, their new restaurants, uh, yes. 180 and Chesa. Um, what do you, they're, they're those like B-Saws and Solo Club are side, side by side. Is that the new, is that the new trend? <laughs> uh, you know, I think <laughs> if you can get two restaurants for one, uh, I think it's a good idea. And everybody's probably got a different lease situation, but if, uh, you know, if you get the space and you can come up with two really cool concepts in, in one place, kind of doubling up uh, on what you can give people. Right. And with that one, you, you probably want to go to one and then the other one right after or separately. But it's right. paella and uh, paella on one side on the Chesa side and uh, on the 180 side is, and I'm still going to have to get used to the number. I once called it 360, but <laughs> our churros and chocolate. Yeah, you get to choose whether that's uh, the churros come first or after dinner. Right, right. Uh, or or not with dinner. I just want to try it out as a hangover cure. I think that's one of the more interesting hangover cures I've ever heard is dipping churros into drinking chocolate. Yeah. So, I, and I know he'll. I know he will do it well because everything he does is with passion and certainly you know comes from that region. So it's it's nothing contrived. It's from the heart. But speaking of from the heart, you have any others that are that are going to be warming your heart? <laughs> I could keep going, Chris. Keep keep going. <laughs> uh, well, I really think the the chick chick concept that's um, coming from Aaron and Jessica Grimmer, who are also do the picnic uh, house and just recently opened the High Noon in Barlow. Uh, this concept, it seems, sounds really streamlined. It sounds really fun. It's going to involve fried chicken sandwiches with re interesting sauces mm. and really casual setting. Um, and I just, I appreciate the focus. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to see how, just how that turns out. Okay. Um, you got Blair Reynolds opening up uh, Americano. So that's going to kind of be a, the, the food so far has been de described as bitter circus cuisine. So bitter what circus. do you guys and, think that is? <laughs> and just so everybody knows, Blair uh, operates Hele Pele. That's right. The, the tiki bar. The and tiki so master. what is circus food? Bitter, bitter circus. circus food. Bitter circus food. So is that people who go to the circus and are pissed off? Uh, I, think, I think it's like clown tear soup. <laughs> hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> that that's got that's got to be the end because what else can top that <laughs> clown tear soup and yeah. give me one other item off the menu other than clown tear soup <laughs> anything to do with elephants uh, elephant ears elephant ears are good uh, maybe bozo nose uh, sashimi smoked it's got to be smoked right it's Portland after all that's right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Maddie. Listen, we would like to have you on periodically um, with some of your thoughts and observations because everything filters through you. Does it not in Portland? A lot of it sure, certainly does. 
Do you do you have a lot of new friends now that you didn't have before? Oh, it's been great getting to know people. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's it's just awesome to meet so many inspiring chefs and uh, restaurateurs, and yeah, I got a lot got a lot of good friends now. Who do you have? All, have everybody that you've met since you've been doing this, or even before? Who impresses you as, or who would you most want to just hang out with? Maybe go, go to France and uh, just hang out and drink some wine and and eat. You know that is probably a really hard question. But as a huge fan of death metal, I got to say I love the guys doing Sizzle Pie and uh, the White Owl. Wow, that's interesting that you said that because I have in the past said that I love their pizza. But sometimes I can't deal with the music when I'm sitting there. <laughs> yep, yep. For me, it's a win-win. Really? The louder, the better? Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's cool. go with, I'll get you some earplugs, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that'll help. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be great. I'd feel really, uh, I feel really wonderful walking in after I order, say, and pushing the earplugs in. Uh, I'll be over there with the cane. <laughs> All right, Maddie. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for helping us out here. Hey, thanks for having me on. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Against my will.